when I was watching your videos, I was like, oh my gosh, I want that brisket. Like I can almost <laughs> taste it on my on my tongue. You could restore it all. And rescue me from You had my fallen You How Hi and welcome to Backup Central's Restore It All Podcast. I'm your host, W. Curtis Preston, aka Mr. Backup and also Mr. Barbecue. I have with me my co-host. And uh, backseat Bollywood barbecue aficionado. <laughs> I was trying to do the alliteration there. Avoid yeah. al- avoid alliteration always. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's one of my life rules. So how you doing, Persona? I'm good, Curtis. We're going to talk about going. Yes, I, we're, we're going to talk about one of your wife's least bar- favorite topics. <laughs> yeah, for those who, for the listeners who may not know, my wife is vegetarian. Right. So, and barbecue vegetables sometimes just she don't does, have the same ring. Although we did barbecue vegetables the other day, yeah, and the taste is actually different than if you roast it or yeah, put yeah, it on yeah. or cook it on stove. Yeah. So we did some mini peppers, some shishito peppers. They were good, and onions, grilled onions. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's it's for me. It's like um, I mean, I, I did the vegetarian thing for for a brief time. I, I think I, I think I stuck with it for like six months or something. And you know, no disrespect to vegetarians, it's just not it's not my thing. Um, I, like I think of like smoked vegetables. It's like it's like a cup of uh, sugar free soy, caffeine free latte, <laughs> like <laughs> otherwise known as a cup of. You what's take- the point, right? Yeah. Um, but that's true. Yeah. But, but yeah, we were, we, we, we had this idea for, for those that don't know. Well, if you're an avid listener of the podcast and we hope you are, you know, that I have alluded once or twice in previous episodes to this thing that I did, uh, just a few weeks ago about where we, we did, we, we took our vacation and my vacation was food. <laughs> mm-hmm. That sounds like an awesome vacation. Yeah, it was a barbecue road trip across Texas. I I have for some, I don't know if it qualifies as several, but some years now I have become a barbecue aficionado all for my wife. Um, this really all goes back to the fact that my wife is in love with brisket. I wasn't. I learned. I did how not to know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean. You know, it's it's all you know, manly and all to do smoking and barbecuing and whatnot. And uh, by the way, for the moment, let's differentiate between barbecue and grilling, right? When I say barbecue, I mean smoking, like smoking. right, yep. right. A lot of people yep. say, "Oh, I'm barbecuing today," when what they really mean is they're grilling today, right? Yep. No, again, no disrespect to grilling, yep. But for those of us that are in the barbecue world, we do not consider that barbecue; we consider that grilling. Hoity toity. Yeah, yeah, and and my wife was big on brisket, but it's there's not a lot of places to get good brisket in the lovely city of San Diego. We have a lot of things to offer, you know, plentiful, really good That's brisket. Surprising that you can't even find like a single place. That no, no, does. no. It's not that we can't. It's just that they're not. They're, it's not very plentiful and. Uh, mm. me having had really good Texas brisket in my travels, I wanted, I wanted to do that for my wife. Yeah. yeah. You wanted something good. Yeah. And so I, I, I went through, I, the, the funny thing is I, I bought, 
I bought what the barbecue world refers to as a COS, cheap offset smoker. And and then I joined AmazingRibs.com, which I love this website. And they're, it, it's it's the only <laughs> website that I, I actually pay to belong to. They have a forum. Ah. I, I belong to the Pitmasters Club. And the very first thing I read on AmazingRibs.com was, whatever you do, don't buy a cheap don't offset smoker. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I think a lot of people make that mistake, be it a grill or a smoker. Yeah. Right. I think that people are like, oh, I'm just getting into this. And it's they just look fire. and they see, right? They're, no, and then they yeah. also don't realize, like, if you look at some of like the higher end ones, right? It's like a thousand dollars. And you're like, I don't know if I'm ever going to do this. And so they'll buy right, like right. a two hundred dollar one and then they hate the experience. Yeah. And then they just think, oh, this is how all grilling or right. and it's not. smoking yeah. is, and it's not. Yeah. And so I had I had the escalation. I bought I bought what they called the there's a there's a thing called the pit barrel cooker. And if you if you are curious about smoking, I highly recommend the pit barrel cooker. It's three hundred dollars to your door, like literally two ninety nine to your door, including shipping. Uh, and and it's a it's a gr- it's a great I'm going to say low end but it's a solid product. Right. Uh, yeah. and then I escalated to a much it's more great expensive. for beginners. Yeah. It's great for beginners. And I, I was good and I did it and I did some good brisket on there, but then I escalated to a much more expensive device, which was, I'm going to say five times that price. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, which in, and, which in the world of, it's not that crazy. Right. Um, like even if you look at like the green eggs or the Kamado Joe's and all the rest of those, those get up there too. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, and the, and the, um, and the, uh, what's the, the Traegers, by the way, I was, at- mm. I was attacked by a Traeger representative at Costco today. I, I, I just about punched him, <laughs> but, um, anyway, no, no, no offense to my Traeger friends out there. Just saying anyway. So yeah, so what we did, so, so we decided to do this barbecue road trip. So we, we took, we took Texas monthly and barbecue posse and we took their like top 20 barbecue mm-hmm. places. And then we, we looked for the ones that were on both lists and then we sorted Mm. that right and we sorted that by location and we excluded ones that were outside of the dallas houston austin area which were the three cities that you those were the three cities that we were going to print and and not to no no disrespect to cities outside of that area but you know look there's only so much you can do in 11 days and you don't want to spend all day driving across texas for barbecue so we spent enough (laughs) i will say we spent enough time driving around especially given gas being what it was although it was really i have to say it was really nice to pay two dollars and two dollars sixty cents a gallon <laughs> instead of what i'm currently paying here which is close to four dollars a gallon um four isn't bad it's higher up here I, well it, that's the cheap place the, the, there are oh. plenty of places that are like 420 but i'm very you know for for many reasons i know exactly where to buy inexpensive gas um and mm. right now it's it's hovering at 390 um, but there are places that I can spend almost $5 in San yeah. Diego. It's stupid, but yeah. So, so we flew in and out of Dallas and we were going to have a couple places in Dallas. We were going to have a couple where we were going to have a couple places in Houston. We only ended up with one place in Houston and then we ended up with most places in and around the Austin area. Austin, Yeah. Um, and my wife came and did she enjoy the brisket? Well, yes, very, very much. In fact, my running joke was that um, that if she went to Texas and she got, you know, quote unquote, real brisket, that she would not want my brisket anymore. And, and aren't you supposed to do a brisket this weekend? For I, for I am. Yeah. So we're recording this before the July 4th weekend. 
and I will. I am absolutely cooking uh, both a brisket and some uh, baby back ribs uh, for July Fourth. We're having some guests. I'm having Jeff over. Jeff Rockland. Oh, nice. One of our podcast guests. Um, I would have you over, but yeah, and you're welcome to come. I'm a little far. Away. I'm you're a little just, far away. You're just a <laughs> little bit. You're just a bit of a drive yeah. away. Um, but you know, if you really loved me, you would come down. Here. <laughs> I would grow. I would. I would smoke some vegetables for for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So so um, so you landed in Dallas, and what was the first thing you did when you got off the plane? Mm-hmm. Or the first thing you did on that first day? Because you left early in the morning, right? I think your flight was at like six a.m. We we did leave early in the morning, and the plan was to have barbecue that day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we went. The original plan was to go to Pecan Lodge in um, in Dallas, which was mm-hmm. previously listed as the top barbecue place. And we went to a little coffee shop. And it, it's funny. It, like, <laughs> we did all this research. We did all this research. And we had these restaurants that we were going to go to. And the very first day we were there, we didn't go to the planned restaurant. We went to a completely different restaurant that was not on our list. Um, Sometimes those are fun. Yeah. We went to, we, so we went to a coffee shop and we walked in and I, I did not have my mask on because I'm, I'm vaccinated and I knew where I was. Right. At the time, California was still vac- or was still masking even Mask if you're vaccinated. Mandate. Yep. But over there, I, I knew in Texas they were not. And I walked in, and the person in the in the coffee shop, she said, "Sir, are you are you uh, fully vaccinated?" And I said, "Yes, I am." And she immediately took her mask off, <laughs> which was nice. <laughs> and so we talked to them about you know what we were doing and everything, and we were going to pick on lodge. And they go, "Well, have you heard of Terry Blacks?" And I said, "Well, I had heard of it, uh, but it was not on our list." She's like, "You should really try Terry Blacks." And we went to Terry <laughs> Blacks, and so the first place we went in Texas, I mean, we went within a couple of hours of landing, and it was. It, it was, it was a great, it was, it was a great <laughs> experience. It was a, it was one of three places out of the 15 places we went. It was one of three or four places where we had a beef rib. Mm. Um, and beef ribs for people who may not know are ginormous, right? They are ginormous. If you're used to, when you think of ribs, when generally when people think of ribs, they think of pork ribs and pork ribs are like on a really good day, like six inches long, right? Yep. Like a big St. Louis style ribs, not baby back ribs, but big St. Louis style ribs are maybe like six inches long. Um, but a beef rib is more like nine, 10 inches long. And <laughs> it, you buy one it's completely beef. covered with meat, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just a, it's one bone and meat. And it's depending on the rib, it's somewhere between one and a half to two pounds. One so for- rib. It- so I should think in my mind like the Flintstones, yes, the intro to the Flintstones, it's very, right? It's very much like the Flintstones. <laughs> and so we got, um, yeah, we got the beef rib. We got the, um, we got a couple of pork ribs and we of course got the brisket because that's what we were mm-hmm. there for was the brisket. And we got some of the sides and we got some uh, banana pudding. That's the thing in Texas. It's a, it's a Southern thing. If you don't know that banana pudding, which is, this is the mm-hmm. thing. Have you ever had banana pudding where you got the vanilla wafers? No, I have not had that. Actually, It's a thing. It's a, it's, it's, it's honestly, it's a, I, I think it's a Southern white thing. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm a Southern white guy. I don't have a lot of experience outside of that, but I'm pretty sure it's a Southern white thing, but I could be wrong. My, my friends of color 
can let me know if this was also <laughs> served at their at their uh, picnics. But yeah, it's 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 vanilla vanilla or banana pudding mm. with bananas mixed into it and then covered mm. with either meringue or um, whipped cream, depending on whipped who's cream? making it. And but and most vanilla- importantly, vanilla wafers, right on There's, the bottom, on the top. Well, on okay. the top and on the sides, some of them get all soggy. Yeah. It's all part of the thing. It, but yeah. By the way, your memory sucks. You actually didn't go to Terry Black's on day one. You went to Helm or Heim. Wow. So do because I have, that's where you had the burnt ends. Let's see. Heim barbecue. Oh, it's in Fort Worth. You're right. Okay. Do yeah. I need to like do that all over again? No. Nah. Okay. So. <laughs> Okay, just so change the name. I'm glad, just change the name. I'm glad one of us is on top of things. <laughs> it's it's and the only reason I'm on top, by the way, for the listeners, Curtis has done an awesome job of reviewing each of the places, and he has videos on YouTube, which you can go see his recommendations, his ratings, his commentary, which is awesome. We yeah, I'll put links in the in the description to the twelve videos that we made, um, and I owe a thirteenth video, sort of a summary video. You're right, Heim was our first place. How can I forget that? Oh, and that was the because place. It, what? Because I believe that what happened is you got off the plane. Yeah, you were going to go check into the hotel, and then you decided you could either nap or you could go eat barbecue, <laughs> yeah. and you decided you wanted to go eat this, barbecue. That was true. We're like, are we going to eat barbecue or are we going to nap? And I felt like I couldn't. I couldn't nap thinking about the yeah. fact that I was in Texas and I had to go eat barbecue. <laughs> so yeah, so we went to Heim, which is in Fort Worth, uh, which is you know like I don't know a half hour from Dallas. Mm. And, and you know, locals definitely distinguish between Fort Worth and Dallas. They are two very different places. And yeah, so Heim was actually, you are right. Dang it. My memory's going, Persona. <laughs> That's why you keep me around. I had my annual physical today and they didn't, they didn't include memory acuity as, as one of it. Um, they, yeah, so Heim, and that was the place that we had the, the bacon burnt ends. Oh, that's right. Yep. They were ba- they were made with pork belly. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, Tasted like candy. Oh, it was. You know what? Now that I think about it, I need to make bacon burn it. I can get I can get pork belly from Costco. I can make <gasps> I can make bacon burn ins for July fourth. I just got nice. back from Costco. I just spent <laughs> because because of we. We, we we stocked up on a bunch of things that we were low on. We also bought stuff for the July 4th party. Yeah. And it was time to renew our membership. So our Costco trip was $430. Woof. Which isn't bad considering <clears throat> meat usually isn't cheap. Right. And you're also renewing your membership. Right. Because I know every time I go to Costco, it's like you don't walk out with less <clears throat> than $200 on a bill. Yeah. And this is for two people who are vegetarian. And we had we had the, we have the executive membership, right? Which mm-hmm. gives us the... Yeah. the Two percent cash, cash back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so you were all right. We went to Heim the very first day. I had forgotten about the whole nap thing. Wow, I had forgotten about. I need to go back and watch my own videos to remind myself <laughs> because I need to make a summary video of sort of our, our okay. recommendations of the trip. I will say a couple of summary comments. One is, well, first off, our original plan was barbecue for lunch and dinner. <laughs> I thought you were crazy, by the way. It, it, I was you crazy. You also did say breakfast at one point too. I well, they have like barbecue, like bis- brisket tacos. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, 
basically we just ended up not eating breakfast. I mean, we, we well, we had, when we were in Austin, we had a hotel that had free breakfast and we availed mm-hmm. ourselves of that. But, but we just realized pretty quickly that our bodies could not handle 90% meat all day, every day. We needed, <laughs> we needed some greens in there. We needed some roughage. And I think this was on your second day you came to realize this. I yeah, we did. On our second day, we're like, this can't, we can't go on like this. And uh, my wife, Selene, uh, bless her, she found a local, uh, well, it's actually a nationwide chain, but it was uh, surprisingly, given Texas, surprisingly, there's quite a few of them in Texas. And it was a place. Salata, right? Yes. Salata. Salata with a, with a T. Yes. So, you know, for, for the Latin word for salad, we just ended up having a big salad, hashtag Seinfeld reference, <laughs> for dinner every night. We would have we would have barbecue for lunch and a big salad for dinner. So now why did you have a barbecue for lunch instead of dinner? Well, because as we found out, many of the barbecue places closed early. They they close when they run out of lunch, when they run out of food. Mm. Right when they run out of brisket, and so the best way to make sure that you that you have all of the things that you want to order is to go early in the day. Mm. You can go later so if you in, want the, in day. the evening. Yeah, you may not get the meats that you want, or they may be closed. And the number one meat that they're going to run out of is brisket. Brisket. It mm. takes twelve hours to cook it, so you cook a certain amount, right? Yeah. And when it's Once gone, it's, done, it's, it's gone. done. Yeah, you can't yeah. just oh, we're going to throw a couple more on because we had a big demand today. <laughs> that just doesn't work, right? Um, and so we, we, so we, that, so basically, complete change in program. We went, we decided barbecue for lunch, and then uh, salad for dinner every day. Oh, that's good. So, okay, so now you went from Fort Worth, and where did you go next? We went to um, Snows yes. Barbecue, which currently is the rage of Texas barbecue. It's on the Food Network. It's on Netflix. There, it's it's the the snows is covered in the Netflix series on barbecue. Um, this is a place that, because of how much attention it's gotten, it's become ridiculously popular. So, <laughs> like, what do you mean by ridiculous? Part of the mystique is that they only do barbecue on Saturdays, and okay. um, so if you want to go there. You need to go there early. They open at 8 on Saturdays. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. And if you want to get, if you want to be in line and make sure that you get brisket or whatever it is that you want, you need to get in line way before (laughs) 8. Like 6? Like earlier than that? (laughs) (laughs) What time did you stand in line, Curtis? We got in line at... 3.45 3.45 a.m. This was the big day. This was the place like this because it, it, it's all about the mystique. They're, they, they've been rated number one. They're all over Netflix. They're all over YouTube. Yeah, they're yeah. all over everything. Everyone wants to come visit. Uh, it's this 86-year-old woman. Everybody wants to go. Everybody's got to go, but nobody yeah. wants to go at 4 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. you know, if, if, you, if you're going to do it, do it right. So we got it. We got a, uh, we, we stayed in a nearby town small town. There's no Hilton's in this place. I'm a Hilton guy. There's no Hilton's in this place. We stayed at a small little ranch style motel. It was a very nice motel. Um, uh, the name is escaping me at the moment, but uh, it was a small little ranch style motel Mm -hmm. and a bunch of friends from the amazing ribs, uh, website meet me, met me there. We had, we had a, we had a meetup spelled M E A T 
UP. We had a meetup. <laughs> of course. Yes. And we had a big steak dinner that night. And then the next morning, some of us got up at three o'clock in the morning and got in line and went to go see Snows. And uh, how many people were in line at three, by the way? Me and my buddy that went were number 28 and 29 in line. And how long had numbers one and two been in line? Some of them got there the night before. And they slept. Dang. They just slept in line. <laughs> they actually had some hammocks. They attached them. <laughs> they had metal railings. <laughs> and they attached the hammocks oh to the God. metal railing. That, by the way, is brilliant. Because it's not yeah. It's not really getting in line early. You just go to bed. Sleep yeah, in the exactly. hammock. Yeah, exactly. And you wake up. You know. So, so you got in line at 3.30. And yeah. what time did you actually get your food? Mm, nine-ish. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And when you got your food, how many people were there in line behind you? Hundreds. <laughs> Hundreds. I counted them. I have it in the video. I don't remember how, how bad it was. It wrapped all the way around the restaurant, out into the road. And, you know. I, I think if I recall from your video, you also mentioned someone else in line had gotten in at like 5 a.m. Uh-huh. into the line. And I think that they weren't served till noon. Correct. I think was what. That is exactly right. Yeah. And we, what was nice was once people started waking up and we were talking to a guy, the, 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 so they, they do a raffle by the way, at, Mm -hmm. at 8am, they, they give everybody a line and they give, they give everybody a number and then they raffle and then you can get head of the line or you can jump 50 spots in line or whatever. And the person that was next to us, when things started going, actually did that, they jumped, they jumped 50 spots in line. Um, and that was really great because we got to talk to them about their advice on their opinions on the various places that we were going to go. So that was really cool. It was nice to meet. Oh, nice. And we also stood next to a guy who owned the property where Snows now lives. Oh, crazy. Yeah. He was a peanut farmer. He was a peanut (laughs) farmer. And this place 50 years ago used to be a peanut farm. He's like, yeah, I used to be over here. You did a peanut Mm -hmm. farm and that. That silo over there used to be filled with peanuts, and you know, and I sold this to the property back in 1975. Mm. He was a very nice old man, um, <laughs> and he said it was actually his first time actually being there since oh, they, since everything went crazy. He used to go see them when they were like a trailer or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to ask you for your opinion of them. I will let the listeners go check out Curtis's YouTube channel and watch the video as well as the summary. So now moving on. Yeah. From. From, let's see, so you're in the small town, and from there, I think you went to Houston, correct? We did go to Houston. But and before you went to Houston, you stopped someplace. Yes, that was on our way down from Dallas, uh, because you go through Waco. We went yeah. to uh, Magnolia, which for those fans of the show Fixer Upper with uh, Joanna and Chip Gaines, it, that's their little cottage industry thing. <laughs> they got quite the little thing mm-hmm. going on down there, um, where they have this big place where it's a place where you can buy stuff to like redo your house, but mm-hmm. it's also a place where people like us who are only going to be there for a few hours, you can eat and you can buy souvenirs of Magnolia stuff. Right? Oh, nice. And so we bought, we got a bunch of like a bunch of overpriced souvenirs. Right? So <clears throat> we got a, we, tra- I needed a travel mug. I'd been wanting a travel mug. I got a travel mug. It was a Magnolia travel mug. We got a couple of Magnolia, like, uh, like uh, shopping bags, you know, the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the reusable, yeah, yep. the reusable shopping bags. I, we knew our hippie leaning daughters would, would like that. Eh. Uh, and we got a couple of other things and it, and it, it all added up to like 125 bucks. Uh-huh. And when we got in line, 
um, they said where well, your grand total will be zero dollars. We randomly pick. What? We randomly pick uh, a guest each day to. Oh, give that's them awesome! Their, yeah, and so we got we got we got our stuff free, which was very cool. nice. And we were like, "Dang it! Should have bought some nicer stuff." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Oh man!" Yeah. So yes, yeah, so we did Magnolia, uh, and we went down to Houston. Yeah. Okay. So then from here, we're it's okay. So now you're down in Houston, mm-hmm. and you said you only spent a day there, right? Instead of the two that you initially were planning, right? Because we were really. We were really itching to get to Austin, where a lot of the really good barbecue places are, right? Uh, mm. In and in and around Austin, so we did. We 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 went to Houston. Honestly, mainly I went to Houston to see my brother, who I haven't seen in okay. way too long. I saw my brother, although we went to Killens in the Houston area. Did I say Austin? Mm-hmm. I think I said we went to Austin. We went to Houston to see yep. mainly to see my brother. And uh, we met him at Killens for uh, lunch. My brother's a great guy. Um, Which you haven't seen in forever, right? I haven't yeah. seen him forever. We were actually raised by different parents. And we, he was raised by my mom and I was raised by my dad. But it's awesome that you at least got to see him. I, it was great. great. It was great to see yeah. him. He lives down on the water in, uh, in like like closer to Galveston, I think. He lives in one okay. of those houses with stilts. But yeah, so we saw my gotcha. brother uh, and we had Killens. And and Killens was great. The 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 mm. Yeah, the... Yeah, they they were another place that had the the sugary burnt ends like um, <laughs> like Heim, which was really good. Yeah, the sugary burnt ends. They had both brisket burnt ends and bacon burnt ends, right? Mm. And you um, like the bacon burnt ends? Mm. God, they're, they're so yummy. Uh, like, I mean, how do look you at you? You're like salivating, even just thinking about oh, it. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I, I'm glad I don't live there. You know what I mean? Mm. You're like I would gain a hundred pounds. Yeah, e- easily. I could eat. I could eat <laughs> that stuff all the time. All right, and so now from Houston, you guys decided to pack up, and then you went to Austin. Where we went to Austin, and up, up until now, you've basically been only staying like a day at each city, exactly, right? exactly, yeah. And and then and then we had a, a base of operations there in Austin, and we were right at the intersection uh, for locals, uh, the intersection of one eighty three and thirty five E, and um, which which is under massive construction. So getting to our hotel was was, was fun. <laughs> We were like at a like at a Hampton Inn there, and um, mm. right next to what my wife called a haunted daycare, um, there was <laughs> there was this abandoned daycare, like preschool mm-hmm. daycare place. Uh, it just looked like something out of a horror movie. It just looked like there were going to be like Chucky's coming out of it, <laughs> crazy <laughs> at any moment. And the only way we could get to the hotel, there are three ways. Three, if you know, if you like, because you got like northeast, southeast, east, all that. Yeah, three of the four directions. If you're approaching from three of the four directions, you have to go through the haunted, the haunted daycare, daycare parking lot to get to the hotel. <laughs> Only one of the four can you just turn into the hotel parking lot. Mm. Um, so we got quite used to driving through the haunted daycare parking lot. So now in Austin, you were there for four days, I believe, five days. No, I think it was more like six. Okay, so for six days, and so every night you're hitting, or every day you're hitting a new barbecue place. Right. Some that but, were uh, quite a ways away. But some that yeah. were five minutes away. Gotcha. So the one I want to talk about is um, you described to me this town that had like three barbecue places all next to each other. Yeah, that would be Lockhart. So in mm. Lockhart, there is Smitty's, Black's, and a place called Kreitz, but it's spelled K R E U Z. It's a German name. 
Mm. And it's pronounced, they said it's like <laughs> kites, but with an R in the, in the front, right? So it's gotcha. kites. Um, and they have lots of history in these places. And we tried we tried brisket in all of the places. We tried beef ribs in some of the places. Um, and uh, yeah, and tried to, yeah. And, and this is the one where you had like a really nice drive to get out to and. Uh, no, that would be, that would be going to Louis Mueller's. Okay. Was okay, that was different- Lockhart? Lockhart was 30, 30 minutes, maybe okay, 20, 20, 30 minutes outside of Austin. But we okay. went to Louis Mueller's barbecue specifically for the beef ribs, and that was a, that was a bit of a hike. Uh, hmm. Beautiful through you know the countryside and all of that. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But at Lockhart, so you basically you said all the barbecue places are close to each other, and you yeah. just kind of grabbed samples from the different places, and you did your taste. And test. then we ate them all at Kreitz because Kreitz had outdoor picnic tables where nobody mm. would bother us and be worried about the fact that we were eating competitors barbecue yeah. at, the, at the one place. <laughs> so we got all three of them and then sat at the one place and ate them. Right. Okay. Which was interesting because it allowed us to sort of compare them side by side in the video. Yeah. And, and you could see the differences in not so much the cooking quality, but specifically the, the one issue that I continually had at some of the places was their, in my opinion, inability to properly cut brisket. Which is so? How do you cut brisket? Yeah. So yeah, for those who may not know, <laughs> yeah. So the problem with brisket is that it is not one piece of meat; it's two pieces of meat, right? It's it's two muscles that are layered on top of each other at an oblique angle, right? Like thirty mm. percent, I think. Right. Mm. You you have two choices if you're going to cut brisket. Do you separate the point? It's called the point. There's a fatty part. And then there's the mm-hmm. flat, which is the more lean part. One easy choice is to separate the point from the flat. And then it's super easy to cut against the grain. You want to cut against the grain. You always want to cut against the grain every time you're cutting meat. It's just a rule, right? Mm-hmm. It makes the meat more tender. Otherwise, if, when you cut with the grain, it becomes stringy and all of that, right? The problem with brisket is that the grain direction changes. If you start at the flat end, which is where many people start when they cut a brisket, when you get to the point where the fl- where the point is, the point is at a 30 to 40 degree difference angle. Yeah. at an angle to where the flat grain was. So if you're going to keep them together, you need to rotate the brisket at that point so that you're cutting the point well, at the proper angle. You say, yeah. well, then what about the flat? Well, the thing is, nobody cares about the flat. The flat's the <laughs> crappy part, the lean part, <laughs> right? If you specific, at most places when you order brisket, you, you they ask you, do you want fatty or lean? Or they sometimes they say, do you want moist or, you know, yeah. lean? Um, and we say we're moist. Like, yeah, I, I'm like, yeah, dude, we're here. Mm. Yeah, we want the yummy stuff. We want the, the, <laughs> the, the fat filled, you know, point. <laughs> if you're serving the point part, which mm-hmm. unless you've separated it, it's going to be part point and part flat. That's just the way the brisket is. Yeah. Cut the point properly. That's the yummy part. <laughs> let the let the not as yummy part, let that fall as it may. But don't yeah. cut the point so that it's so that you're cutting with the grain. I I, I, I wouldn't think I would have to explain that to somebody in Texas. <laughs> but apparently I did. I'd say about half the time we got brisket that was cut uh, again with the grain and then it was stringing mm. and I showed it in the pictures. I was like, this is, yeah. this is the way it looks. And then I showed other brisket it's- where it's like, look, this is 
what I'm talking about. This is the way yeah. brisket is supposed to look when you cut it. Now, in terms of understanding what's a good brisket, I know you talked about you have a test you do in order to see if a brisket is good or not. Yeah, the standard test is if, if once you've sliced it, if you hold a piece in your hand, it should hold its own weight. But if you pull it, it should easily separate. You, you should not gotcha. need a knife to pull it apart, right? Yeah. And you should not have to put much effort on it. If it's yeah. less tender than that, then you should have cooked it longer. If it's more tender than, than that, where like it, it, it won't even hold falls its apart. own weight and yeah. it falls apart, then you, then you made a pot roast. You, yeah. you, you went too far. You cooked it a little bit too long yeah. and it's a little bit too tender. Now, I know that one of the places you went to, and I think you ate in your hotel room, right? You basically <laughs> were like, I didn't even need forks and forks at all. You were like, yeah. it just falls apart in my hands. Good, good brisket. You really shouldn't even need a fork. You should just pick it up and put it in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was Valentina's and that video. That video is probably my favorite because if you watch the video, my wife is doing all the filming. And in that, that particular video, and she does an awesome job. Yeah, she does. She does a great job. Valentina's was that place. You can literally hear her moaning into the camera as she <laughs> sees me looking at and, and eating that brisket because she wanted it. She wanted it so much. Yeah. Uh, so the other one, um, so, okay. So you're still in Austin, you've had this place, mm -hmm. you've had a few more. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you sort of had, and I'm not going to say which place it was. You had an awesome experience and then on your last day of eating, mm. you go to the Pecan Lodge, which was the first place you were going to start yeah, with. We went back to Dallas. And yeah. yeah. And I couldn't have hated it more. <laughs> um, partly because of the barbecue. Mm. Uh, again, the brisket was cut wrong. Um, the pulled pork was dry and inedible. I even covered it in sauce and still I thought it was dry. Ugh. The ribs were good. The beef rib was good. But the real thing that bothered me was the ambiance or lack thereof of the place. They announced all the plate numbers over the loudspeaker, you know, mm. like yeah. 75 order number 75 <laughs> Curtis order number 75. Your order is ready. <laughs> it was like that, like every 30 seconds. Ugh. It just felt like a cattle call. It felt it was so noisy. And. And when they weren't doing that, they were coming on, they're going, remember, you're not allowed to save tables here at the place. You're not allowed to say you need to get a receipt. You need to go to the counter and order some food and get a receipt. If you're at a table without a receipt, well, you will be asked to leave until you have a receipt. <laughs> this all the time. I couldn't, I, I couldn't have hated it more like as an overall dining experience. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You looked pretty annoyed by that. Experience. I was super annoyed. And yes, <laughs> I'm an old man who has hearing issues. And, and one of the things that bother me is sort of uh, a din of, yeah. of just unneeded noise. And there's so Ooh. much top there's, but by the way, it wasn't just me, like everybody that was there, we all agreed. Yeah, this yeah. is just super annoying. And they could have just put up a number. They can, yep. you know, they can, th there's digital Simplified ways things. to just put up a number yeah. on a wall and, you know, and you're a big place, so put up a bunch of displays. And so everybody can see their number when it pops up and you don't have to announce it. It was so annoying. I hated it uh, so much. So it looks like other than that last day, it looks like yeah. you did enjoy the trip. And I know you and I chatted all, or talked over yeah. the phone almost yeah. every day. Yeah. Right. And it looks like you and your wife did have fun, right? It oh, was, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Ate a lot of great food. Ate a lot of great brisket. I'd say, the, the interestingly enough, my, my biggest surprise 
Um, I, I think I was disappointed in some places that I expected to be really good. Um, there were some and who even the locals had said, would and be who good even the well. locals had said would be good. They're like, Oh what? yeah. Yeah. And I, but I'd say, so, so funnily enough, I'd say the biggest, the biggest surprise, the, the biggest good surprise was Aaron Franklin's barbecue. Right. Mm. And, and by that, I mean that it has so much height. It's, it's, it, it's again, everywhere. And, yeah. and the locals, the locals crapped on it. The locals are like, Oh, it's not, it's not so good. Yeah. You should go to this place or that place. Mm. And, we weren't able to eat there. We had to get to go because of COVID. Yeah. They were only doing to go orders, but that was hands down the best brisket we had. And 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 honestly, it wasn't even close. The close, yeah. the second goes to Valentina's, but but it, it yeah. was amazing. It was just it was really really good, yeah. and they deserve their accolades. And I, and I think also the reason that the locals complain about Franklin's, from what I've heard, and even one of my friends who lives in Austin, after you went on your trip, I messaged him and was like, "Hey, I had a friend who went there, and he loved these barbecue places." He's like, "Oh yeah, I want to go to Franklin's." And his main complaint though was a four hour wait time yeah. or whatever it yeah. is that you have to wait for your food. So don't do that. Order to go and shut up. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not cheap. None of this barbecue was cheap, yeah. right? You, to order to go at Franklin's, you've got to do a minimum of three pounds. So that's not, and we had to do that for two people, by the way, yeah. we ended up giving away the food. Um, and, and they won't let you order three pounds of brisket. You have to, to order two pounds of brisket and one pound of something else. Something and so, else. And we got the sausage, which was nowhere near as good as the brisket. Yeah. But, um, it. It, it, it was just, but, but that's, that's a hundred bucks. Three pounds is a yeah. hundred bucks of food. Right. Yeah. So, so just get that for a party and, and eat it and it, it's good. The other thing I should also mention, right. Is I know that you went going to taste brisket, right. You really wanted to taste brisket in every place, but you also tried other things. And I think those other things were kind of a hit or a miss, right. Depending on the place you were at. Yes, absolutely. Like I know some of the sausages weren't some of the sausages were dry. Some of the sausages were amazing. Uh, some of the, some of the sides were good. Some of the sides were boring. Some of the sides were amazing. Um, oh, yeah. there was a one that you talked about the sides speaking about that. The, what was it? The one with, uh, Frito salad, the fr- uh, free, a uh, Frito pie, Frito pie, oh, Frito pie. Yeah. That was, that was Louis Miller barbecue, which is known for their ribs. Uh, yeah. I'd never had Frito pie. Um, and it, you know, it, it's not like, it's not high, it's not high cuisine, right? It's, it's, it's leftover chopped up brisket served on top of beans on top of Fritos, right? That's a Frito <laughs> pie. Um, but it was, but it was, it was, it falls into the win in Rome category, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another thing that you tried that you said, what was it? A bison? That was at the Salt Lake. The Salt Lake yeah. had bison rib. And the Salt Lake is another place that, that has a, a longstanding uh, reputation, but a lot of locals don't really like it. And I, mm. we thought, brisket-wise, I thought it was okay. But mm. I like the bison rib. It, it's somewhere between a pork rib and a beef rib from a size perspective. Mm. But it had sort of the mouthfeel of a pork rib, but the flavor yeah. of a beef rib. Oh, nice. So now that you've gone on your trip, you've come back, right? Yeah. Now, when you make your brisket... Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you now going to be thinking in your mind, ah, oh, what do I like? How do I get to that level of like Franklin's or whatever? Absolutely. I already think I have a pretty good brisket game, right? I do a mm-hmm. 30 day, a 30 day wet age. Um, and then we do, I have a solid smoker and I do like, I think I do about 
not, it depends on the, it depends on the brisket, right? Every brisket is yeah. different, but it, I'm going to do an eight to nine hour smoke, which is pretty quick for a brisket, but that's how long they take in my smoker. My smokers, it's a little different and yeah. I do it until you get the, um, the, there's, there's a way to test if a brisket's done. You do the smoke rings. Test. No, it's a probe test. You put in, you have like a meat probe. It's like a mm-hmm. temperature probe and you poke yep. it in. It's supposed to feel like you're sticking it in peanut butter. Mm. It should be about that amount of resistance, right? And gotcha. you just, after you've done it a while, you just sort of go, yeah, this is about no. done yeah. without being too done, right? Yeah. And then I I do, I separate them. I separate mm. them because the point and the flat are two very different pieces of meat. I yeah, prefer yeah. to separate them and it makes cutting them much easier. And some people, if you want the flat, I don't really like the flat. If you want the flat, there it is. That's nothing but yep. the flat. If you want the point right here, that's all we got, you know? Yep. So where is your next food tasting trip? We're not gonna we're not thinking about a trip, but I'm actually thinking about creating a channel where we do just this. Oh my, nice. My current my current title, and I think I'm gonna stick with it, is 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 it hype or is it ripe? Um, <laughs> so basically we want to go to highly rated places, mm-hmm. eat there, film it, and see what we think. Because yep. there were places that we went to that were highly rated that we thought were garbage, yeah, and vice versa, right? Um, and so, and this is also try what they're well known for as well. Yes, right? try what they're well known for, right? Um, like in the case of Louis Muller, try their ribs. In the case of uh, Franklin, Aaron Franklin, try his brisket. I think that's what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna create that channel. Uh, right now, all the videos are on my WC Preston YouTube channel, but I think I'm gonna move them over to this other channel. So we'll see. Fun That'll stuff. Be fun. I'm looking forward to it because I have to say you do an amazing job describing like when I was watching your videos, I was like, oh, my gosh, I want that brisket. Like I can almost <laughs> taste it on my on my tongue. I was like, ah, and I have to say yeah. your wife, Celine, did an amazing job uh, filming. She really did. She did. You yeah. know, she's she just freestyling it with, a, with an iPhone. Right. Yeah. And uh, the big thing is that we don't film like a millennial. Right. We film. Yep widescreen like yep you know normal people yeah like normal people <laughs> so we're not making tiktok videos we're making youtube videos yeah. and uh we would film that and then i would go in and and, and edit it at the end of the night and so we, yeah. we made we made 12 videos out of going to 15 places yeah and she did a great job yeah yep and we if you watch the thing, I think the production values got better. I started realizing I need I needed more B roll when I was at mm. the places. I needed shots of just the yeah. place and other you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I started getting way better at that towards the end. In the beginning, I don't think I had that at all. <laughs> yeah, I think the first couple was like, "What restaurant are you eating at, Curtis?" Yeah, yeah. It was um it was good, and I got better at the titling and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So, but it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, if you like barbecue, check them out and you'll get, maybe you'll get the desire to go find some barbecue. Mm-hmm. I just found a new barbecue place this morning. There's a barbecue place next to my doctor. It turns out. Ooh, nice. Um, but are they um, any good? Uh, the, the locals said it was good, but you know, there are a bunch of t- okay. people in San Diego. What do they know? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be the judge of that. I haven't been there. There you go. But yeah. So anyway, so that I, I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this bonus episode. This is not a regular episode. It's just a bonus episode of, of, uh, restore it all. Uh, obviously that has, this has zero to do with backup and recovery, <laughs> but just, um, you know, we kept hinting at this little barbecue road trip I was at, so we thought I'd throw it into the 
throw into the podcast. Anyway, well, thanks, thanks, Persona, for letting me talk about meat for for no. however long this was. It was. It's always educational for me to learn about something because I'm the type who likes to learn without actually doing. So <laughs> <laughs> you're my perfect YouTube audience. <laughs> you're exactly what I need. I just need thousands of other people like you. You know, <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, well, uh, thanks to the listeners, uh, and remember to subscribe so that we can make other. Food podcasts videos, about <laughs> not about food, but about yeah. backups and recovery and all of that sort of stuff. Ooh. And remember to subscribe so that you can restore it all. There was a file, but I deleted it. To pay your backup system isn't worth a spade. Finally, I needed your backup. You had a chance to fix it, instead it's all jacked up. See how I'll write on Facebook about you. Don't underestimate the things that I will do. There was a file, but I deleted it. Too bad your backup system isn't worth the space. It'll be completely done.